Are we starting? Are we not live? No, we're live. We're live. We're, 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 we're live, live right, right now. now. We're live. Like, right now. And you know what it is? It's like it's like if we were doing if this was youth on Friday night, you're kind of like you're waiting for people in, and your youth group with the pastor so going like, like the the first song of the throwaway song. <laughs> if they're late, they're late. We start That's true. Going. If they're late, they're late. Yeah, Welcome, right, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition live of the House of Common show we are so glad that you have chosen to use your precious time to spend with us for the next 60 70 minutes or so we are going to walk through multiple things multiple topics with you the viewer in mind we want to make sure that you feel like you are a part of this show so make sure if you're watching the show right now on youtube that you are using the chat and maybe you're not watching us live, maybe you're listening to this on podcast, you can do a couple of things. One, you can email us with comments afterwards at the HOC show at gmail.com. Make sure to send any comments, any ideas, and who knows, maybe we might read your email, read a couple of lines or sentences or paragraphs from your email on our following show. You can also you know, hit us up in the House of Common DM with any comments but when you see videos or pictures. Let us know what you're thinking. Follow, subscribe, all those things. We are on all social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, the ones that matter. And we're also on all podcast platforms. You can follow, you can do all of those sort of things. But we are so glad that you're here with us. Gentlemen, what a week it has been. Well, oh, look at us. We all have our Instagram yes. handles in our O'Shea has his at. <laughs> <laughs> O'Shea has his at. There we go. O'Shea. <laughs> so you can follow O'Shea at. That's pretty well it. Just follow his life. That's what it is. You follow me at life. Exactly. Hey, let's go. So my group. Before we before we go into um, the breakdown of our show, we're going to go through what has happened over the last uh, seven days since the last time we hung out on live with you. So here are a couple things for you. First off, we had Jake Paul and Ben Askren Twitter uh, Triller uh, Triller fight that ended in what fifteen seconds, gentlemen. That was a about dive. a minute and a half. Uh, yeah. About a minute no, and a half, like a minute and fifty eight seconds. That was a dive. So we're thinking it's a dive. He said it's not nah, a dive. Nah, it's not a dive. Wasn't, no. it's a dive. Oh, it wasn't I, a dive. Every fighter yeah. has pride. They will couldn't be a dive. No, dove. Yeah, a lot of needs to start think... fighting real boxers now. Forget this nonsense about fighting this Ben Askren and Nate Robinson. He needs to fight real actual bo- boxers. Now you got to Ask- justify why you think it's a dive, Stefan. You can't go off. Pardon? I can easily justify. There's a there's a video. There's a video. Of this MMA fighter catching elbows to the face, okay? Not padded gloves, bone elbows to the face, okay? Like but that's what makes you have a glass jaw if you have too many of those. No. But the man, yo, the man was taking them. No. Like he was sick. Like he was a crack addict. Like he couldn't okay. feel nothing, bro. And guess what? The part where where I'm like he dove is not the fact that he took them. It's the fact that he still ended up winning that fight. There's no way in a minute and 58 seconds that you got faked out by by Jake Paul with a fake left and a right to your nose and you flew on the canvas like you were Nate Robinson, bro. Okay. There's no All way. Right. Okay. I appreciate, <laughs> okay, I appreciate that breakdown. I appreciate that breakdown. But I think, man. No, you don't. That's sarcasm. I know it is. <laughs> well, well, like, uh, anyway, it's there. 
But here's the deal, man. Ben Askren <laughs> is not a striker for one, and the UFC second fighter, grappler, he's a UFC right? fighter. He's a, yeah, he's a wrestler and a, and a grappler, right? So I'm talking about in UFC, he's not known for striking. But the second thing about it is Ben Askren did not treat that fight seriously, and that is why he lost. Right. It wasn't that it's not, you know what I mean. It wasn't that he wasn't you know that that it, he dove or anything like that. He just didn't think that Jake Paul came. and Jake Paul is he's. I don't. He's not the best boxer in the world, but he has legitimate boxing skill. He's been training. He's been training hard and and against pros. I'm talking about. You look at the stuff that he's been doing. This man has immersed himself into the sport. He's not going down to your local LA Fitness and hitting the bag there or whatever. <laughs> he's, but that's he's why he needs to himself. fight real boxers now. He doesn't he's need to be s- fighting these exhibitions with. with I agree guys. with you. I agree with on that. But I just don't think it was a dive. Yeah. I don't, All right. When he got when he got up. When Ben got up, you saw the ref stop the fight so quickly. Uh, yeah, and that it was. A he said bit. that he was stammering. He couldn't understand. He was speaking gibberish. Yeah. Oh, when you he was speaking that, in tongues. Was... <laughs> Remember when Ronda Rousey got rocked? Oh. <laughs> All right. Once we start talking about tongues, we're to keep yeah. on going yeah. through. What else is going? <laughs> Everything else is going on. Also, this week we had a story about Usher Bucks. If you oh, know boy. this a little bit, so Usher is doing a, a residency in Las Vegas. Whenever it is that Las Vegas opens itself up, but in the meantime, he has gone to certain establishments. And in those establishments, he has been throwing money. <laughs> the money, however, has had his face on it. No. People pick up said money thinking that they are making bank, and instead they are taking home Usher Bucks. Just going to let that breathe for a couple of seconds, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not also, this one. Next. Um, also, what else happened? It didn't happen this week. It happened a couple weeks ago, but it was written down, so I'm going to read it. Um, Paul Pierce gave up his life because of Instagram. <laughs> Paul Pierce <laughs> gave up his life for 300 followers in a, on a live. <laughs> My God, he gave up his job on, on ESPN <laughs> and, and, and NBA on ESPN and ABC for 300 followers on Instagram. And this is why I don't have Instagram. That's why he. That's why O'Shea's at. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that you're going to be like Paul Pierce. I'm not saying that. Uh, that's whatever. Also, we don't believe in trap houses. Hey, know that thyself. Know that. Know thyself. Also, in sad, in sad news, um, last week we had a conversation about about DMX, one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, I'm not sure if this person is in that tier of greatness, but he was a hip hop icon, no less. Uh, Black Rob uh, from Bad Boy Records, Black Rob of 24 Hours to Live, Black Rob of the song Woe, Black Rob of, um, uh, what's that song with Jay Depp? Uh, Let's Get It. Uh, he passed away at the age of 51, uh, different complications in his life. Uh, so shout outs to him. Uh, and then lastly, the thing that happened this week that's been kind of falling apart is this Super League. Mm. The Super League. Yeah. It's such a great idea. No, it's not. Yeah, so, it's no, so, so Calvin, this is a great idea. Can you explain for our viewing audience what the Super League is before we get into the, the main <laughs> crux of the show? It's all the best teams that people want to watch with the players that people want to watch saying, we're not going to play in a regular league. We're going to make our own. And, where they and get money. all the money. Yeah, but, yeah, but where they get, the last time they don't have to share a championship with team that nobody cares about. Like nobody's trying to watch Wolves as <laughs> awesome as their jerseys are. <laughs> Yeah, Wolverhampton is nice. Yeah, the jerseys are sick, but nobody's watching them. 
So so basically, if you're a team like Everton, if you're a team like Wolves, if you're not one of the, the upper echelon teams in the English Premier League or Series A or whatever else, you're not making any more money because they all sort of funnel their money in together. And it's been a whole, like, England is pretty well burning, not because of COVID, but because of six football, soccer teams. Well, the amount of money I play is so much money, right? Like, it's so much money I play. And the establishment is kind of saying, the establishment's kind of, like, been in charge of it, right? Like, these old heads that have been running these different leagues and different um, championship tournaments type stuff. So when you when you look at this new Super League, the Super League is basically like democratizing soccer and saying, listen, if you guys want to play in this in this league, we're, go- we're going to like decentralize it and whatever all the hype words are nowadays and, and do that to it. And then that's what they're trying to do. Like, yo, forget XYZ, you can do this right here, right now. And the, the cut of the revenue is going to be split solely with us the teams not with um the institutions or the organizers of the events and the thing that makes it uh, the most uh, and most enticing is the split of the money uh is more than if you won the champions league mm-hmm. uh yeah so it's, it's so like much that's money. just for showing up so that's pretty well what's going on uh this week that's our rundown but recognizing that today has been a tough day and literally since Friday uh, afternoon to today at 5 p.m., uh, it's been a crazy 72 hours. I'm going to hand it over to Stefan, who's going to be leading us through, um, leading us through, I'm talking like I'm like I'm about to, about the Bible study, oh my goodness, who's going to be uh, <laughs> running the next two segments uh, for us. First one, we're going to be talking about uh, COVID response in the province of Ontario and our government. And then the second one, we're going to take time to reflect on what has happened uh, since we since before we recorded today uh, with the the verdict on the Derek Chauvin case. So if you have comments, you have thoughts, get ready to put them in the chat. Stefan, I hand it over to you. Thanks, family. Uh, well, guys, uh, Friday afternoon, I don't know where you were uh, when the announcement came down that uh, the province was going to go back into another lockdown um, but this time, or well, that was a couple of weeks ago. This time, I, I call this lockdown 3.0, and then this past Friday was the point one where the government decided they were going to do... Uh, so like so, Apple updates. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> but, but, because, well, it's pretty much like an Apple update. They release something, and they're like, ah, we forgot to do this, or we should do this. Um, I want to know, because really, I think the issue with the latest uh, addition to what the government was trying to do was one uh closing off the parks and stuff like that which they reversed later and then the bigger thing was allowing the police to stop people and ask them for id or ask them where they're going or and why they're out and i don't know uh you know what let me not get there yet uh, i got i got a lot to say about this government but i don't want to talk about political stuff right away uh what, do you, what were your thoughts on that initial uh emergency the new this, this rule where the police you know you're out and about whatever you're going to the store and the police could just stop you and be like, Hey, why are you out? I think, uh, it just highlights the gross disconnect between the people who are in charge of making the decisions and the people who actually live the day-to-day lives. Um, I forget if this was on a audio thing in our group chat, or if Tim said this on a, on a live recording, um, where he's like, 
the 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 amount of half measures that have been happening is basically now he's trying to make everybody hap- happy and when you try to make everybody happy you actually serve nobody and that's why I, um uh, our good friend Dougie Ford is is getting the fire right now on all sides of it right like nobody likes this man because you chose um mediocrity and and ignorance trying to do very simple things poorly instead of trying to do sophisticated things better. Um, so this is where, uh, you know, I don't know how, especially if you understand the history of carding in the city of Toronto, like just <laughs> four years ago, right. um, you know what I mean? I was like, do you not remember all that stuff that happened when um, Saunders just came on the, on the force and all that kind of stuff? Um, that's where it's like, yo, what are you actually doing? And, and I think I said this to a few people in my, in my office space. I was like, yo, unless Doug is going to come on, on the television and tell us we have more vaccines. I really don't need to see him or talk to him because the issue is, we don't have the vaccines. People want vaccines. Apparently, they announced that gonna, the hotspots are going to be have access to X, Y, and Z, and every and the municipalities don't even know the information that the provincial governments were talking about, right. and they weren't able to to execute in the way that they wanted to execute. So I'm just like, unless you're talking about people who want to get vaccines, because at this point in the situation that we're in, if the only thing I wanted to hear about is vaccines, because you can't lock us down anymore. Um, if you want to go listen to uh, our previous episode about where Andrew and I argue about wearing masks. You, you can double up on masks. Like, it's not going to do anything. So at this point, what, what, are, what are we going to do? So just give us the vaccines so we can go on about our day, so we can just live our lives. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, man, I, I think Yeah, what's what's crazy is you don't hear uh, big box corporations in stores complaining. And I think that's the thing is that um, Ontario, I think we feel as though... Uh, our government has not had the people's interest at heart. And that's that's probably one of the biggest things where we look like, you know, you, you take small business owners. For example, I was watching something the other day where, where, where a small business owner had taken over $100,000 in debt over the course of COVID between the, the relapse and the going back and opening and closing and all these kinds of things. And it just feels like the government, it just feels like, like Doug Ford's government has not taken has not actually had the people's interest at heart and uh, but but the big box stores and stuff I, I don't want to go into like any kind of conspiracies or anything like that i'm not i'm not a fan of conspiracies or whatnot but it no, just, no we want all the conspiracies no no like i i don't i, got I don't sources, know man i got sources oh you guys can source <laughs> doing your research fact check. Fact. But it's so just, you can check <laughs> the facts but what i'm saying though is it just seems as though like it seems like the only people who he has interest at heart are are large corporations. That's that's just how it looks, you know, to the public. And so I think this is where we're at now, and this is why there's so much fire and so much hatred and stuff. And uh, you know, you mentioned that whole carding thing, and it goes along with it. Yeah, it just seems that there's this massive desperation. Obviously, we can't seem to get under it. We aren't really doing well with the measures that are put in place. And then I think it just reminded me of like being a kid where. You know, my dad would be like, yo, if you don't finish eating your food by the time the, the big hand gets to the six, you're going to bed. And <laughs> it's, a, it's an empty threat. Like, you don't really care that your kid finishes his food by 630. Um, but if he doesn't, then you have this situation where you're like, do I just play the fool and 
not allow my kids to believe that what I say I mean, or do I punish them for something foolish? And I think Dougie tried to do, um, sorry, Mr. Doug Ford tried to do something like that, a power move. I'm going to say this, I'm going to throw it out there. It's going to get people to really believe that I'm being serious and it backfired, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, we're, we're super peaceable. We're Canadian. Uh, we're passive, but that one didn't fly. And I think it's because there's a, there's the history of the carding, how negative that has been on so many communities for people that look like us. Um, it was an empty threat. And it was, it was kind of funny to see, um, the police Twitter accounts just being like, Whoa, 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 we're not doing that. And like, yes, you are. You do it every day anyway. Right? Like, <laughs> and then, you know, just the, the politicians being like, Hey, this was like one of the worst days we've ever had when it comes to PR stuff. And like, you guys need to go. It's, it's time. Listen, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit against the green. Um, uh oh, Oh, no, wow, no, shot. No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> my goodness, you are? <laughs> what? Oh, Calvin said oh, something, and Andrew's like, Calvin nah. said something, and then Andrew's going to go against the grain? Yeah, not against what, what Calvin for. was saying. Not what against Calvin was saying. Why do you hate me? Why do you hate me, man? <laughs> no, just in terms of, just in terms of, I don't think any government, I think, would get this wrong. And I know we want to blame uh, Ford for vaccines. But it's the liberal government that's in power ahead that gets us the vaccines to then distribute to the provincial governments. So they can't do anything if the, the liberals haven't done what they are able to do. If, and I'm not talking about literal. I'm talking about Trudeau. If he hasn't been able to do what he can, is supposed whoa, to do. Whoa. Oh, but they on, have vaccines. The rollout is the province. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. Can I the, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me talk first. In terms of... Um, <laughs> Everything being hoodie Andrew, hoodie Andrews with all the yeah, energy there we tonight. Go. Yo, in he terms said of, that with his yeah. chest. In yeah, terms he, of he got hoodie Andrew in the building. The man, there we go. The man, bam, the man, bam. The man. In terms of everything being confusing, you knew it was going to be confusing as soon as last week happened when he canceled. They said they're not going to cancel schools on Saturday. Then they canceled schools Sunday. Right. And you <laughs> knew that pure confusion was going to take place. It was going to break out. It was going to go crazy. And the other thing I want to remind you is you got to remember this thing about the cops being able to pull people over and stuff he said that in the first lockdown so it, it wasn't i don't I, I, all of a sudden now it's this big crazy thing when he said it in the first lockdown that he was going to do that and then he backtracked well, so the, we knew that as soon as he said that that, well, that the thing was they were, were gonna, going to say the thing was he was going to add extra powers and give them more powers to stop yeah people, but you knew right? the police were going to take that back because as soon as one black person got pulled over Oh, yeah, they, that would a be a PR. Uh, they don't want that smoke. Yeah, exactly. That. But that would have right. been a PR it's, Again, like, it's not like they don't do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> I just want to point out the fact quickly um, that, you know, on top of Dougie not doing a good job with the PR and the rollout and the planning and the communication, um, reports are, are, are on city TV and on, on, on CTV that the federal government did try to help. They said, we'd offer up the Red Cross to help with the rollout of the vaccine. And, he didn't and what did our boy Dougie say? He said, first of all, I didn't ask for your help. And second of all, no, thank you. So I don't, but, I don't understand. <laughs> but that's the rollout. How about the supply? No, he, he there. Said, no, the supply, he, the supply is there. He said, with the supply, Canada, uh, a Red Cross would come out and basically help manage the rollout and all the liquor, the the eight hot spots that they would. Oh, they have it and they can the roll liquor. it out. And he said, "I didn't ask you for for no help." And oh, my you can keep redempting. Yeah, oh, my, oh, oh, my corners. Yeah, oh, my corners. Oh, dollar beers. Oh, my corners. My dollar beers. Oh, Shay, what you got? What you got for us? Yeah, I think. 
I think Dougie messed up because he's trying to fish with a grenade. To be completely honest, like yo, yo, can we? Are we gonna call Dougie the entire show? <laughs> yo, really I know. I told you guys on the chat and last week that I'm oh, calling him Dougie. I said yo. that. Yo, I did it first. I'm just saying, I did it first. <laughs> Tim's taking a shot. Are you sure, Ray J? Okay, Ray J. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Oh yo, don't put Ray J on him. Don't put Ray J on him. All right, sorry, O'Shea. I cut you off. I cut you off. I cut you off. I cut you off. Get back. Get back. But, yeah, no, I think I think he's just he missed the mark when he could uh, when he could handle it, when he could um, just deal with what he's going to do. Right. Like he had the opportunity um, during Christmas right. where he put us under lockdown and then I think it was On like Boxing Day. Yeah, it was yeah. Boxing Day. <laughs> right. What a boxing duppy. Day. <laughs> it's like stay away from your family, but. We're gonna wait till after Christmas. Be responsible. But like you, you just look at stuff like that, and you look at um, just what he did. And I think my biggest problem is with people, to be honest, with all of us, because three weeks ago, and mind you, I, I definitely feel that um, his rollout, everything that he's doing was just over aggressive but i feel like he got to that point because everything he did was under aggressive and we flamed him for not doing anything no one situation and then when he did something drastic we flamed him again and i think that's just the ugliness of politics and i think someone put it in the chat like he's just never gonna win with what he does but you would expect him to do the thing that would be the but he was getting lots of praise in the beginning of the pandemic he was because he, he shut he things for a down long time he was winning yeah he was winning for a long he was winning up remember remember trudeau was getting lots of heat early on in the yep. pandemic and doug ford was looking like a champion where everybody right. who didn't vote for ford in the last election was like you know what we can actually recognize that he's doing a great job and it's a tough position and he's handling it well and trudeau was lo a deer in the headlights lost and now trudeau's giving out money in the new exactly, budget plan. right like trudeau <laughs> my house that we're all looks, good that we're Yo, all someone's giving Dougie some later. money underneath yeah. the table for yeah. sure bro yeah tim, tim let me let me Canada let me go to Post. tim for a minute Tim, what you what do you what do you think? What, what's wrong with our premier? Uh, well, <laughs> that's the name of the topic. <laughs> is that the name of the topic? What's wrong with our premier? <laughs> Yo, it's the verdict. We're passing Yo, the verdict. We're passing the. Verdict. It's the other side of what the Dougie. hell is wrong with Kyrie? It's what the hell is wrong with Dougie? <laughs> Dougie? No, no, no. But it's like, oh see, gosh. this this is the thing. Uh, it's like Doug's problem was that he didn't change his message as everything progressed. He maintained the same thing. And what has ended up happening as the problem itself has continued to intensify, he has remained constant. And it's gotten to the point uh, with uh, some level of uh, understanding from uh, rumors kicking around uh, within the halls of parliament that uh, his uh, party, his uh, management itself is disconnected. Uh, that for the messaging of this entire thing, that it's broken. Uh, you have that, a system? Uh, 
It's yeah, like who are your sources? Yeah, it's yeah, like claim, you claim sources. I, I, I will not. I will oh, not review. We I will not sauces. Re- we yeah, gotta I will. I will not reveal my my sources. But you have. But you have sources. Yo, you guys know sources. He doesn't have sources. Guys, guys, allow him. Tim has wild place sources within the government. Yes, exactly. Deep undercover. Allow him. Six buzz. <laughs> it's not it's not six buzz. Uh and so it's just like his his difficulty is is that he's lost the pot. Uh and it's like as we talk about all the stuff that he <laughs> has been done. On 420 man? Holy I know, right? Blood. 420 blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's like as as we as we talk about all the stuff that he has done or hasn't done. It comes down to the fact that for what I've said before in our unreleased video uh, for our conversation of it, he is the king of half measures. He is trying to keep everyone happy and he's going to look around and find out that everyone's dead because he did nothing to save anyone. Oh, save. Wow. Yo, wow. 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 Tim, wow. don't you put that evil on me? Oh, Tell okay. us how you really <laughs> feel, Tim. Wow. I just want to know from Tim who, who has the pot. Who oh, has the pot? The last part. We are talking scandalous right now. Answer some questions on 420 about... You got questions. Okay. Andrew, why are you wearing your hoodie like a Snuggie right now? I'm telling you. Andrew's out munchies, Jason, as our as our resident American, what is it? I, what is your take on this? Knowing that you know a year ago the the states were was a burning dumpster fire of COVID, and now it seems as though the tables have turned. What, I I want to get your perspective on what you think with the rollout with everything going on in Ontario right now. Yeah, so I, I have to talk about a boy, uh, Dougie, not so fresh right now. So what's going on is, I mean, if you think about it, Do so the Amazon, <laughs> Amazon had what? Amazon had over six hundred people at COVID. Uh, Canada Post had over over three hundred fifty people, and and you know we're not including women and children, like you know, like a Bible parable. Anyway, to make a long story short, so you got all these people, you got all these people catching COVID. All right. All these people catching COVID. Right. And I mean, so one thing that I've learned as fellas is unlike in the States, you know, like we manufacture vaccines. And from what everything I'm getting here is the vaccines aren't being manufactured here. And that's just the problem. And he's not managing. He's just not managing stuff. So that's the issue. Yeah, I think what it boils down to is just he's really been trying to please everybody. Him trying to please everybody. He's, he's, He's not helping anybody. Uh, he's really trying to be a politician, uh, and he's failing miserably. Miserably, I think. If he was, if this was any other situation where it was regular circumstances, regular issues that he's dealing with, maybe he would be flourishing because he's 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 learned how to be a politician. But this is not regular politician stuff. This is a crisis that's at hand. And so when it, when dealing with a crisis, it's not about trying to please everybody. It's about looking at what the crisis is and making the right decisions to be able to help fix the issues and really that's where he's failing he's literally trying to please everybody like a normal politician would and you would normally try to do that and and try to please the right people in order to keep keep your position and, and and those points up and all of that stuff but what he needs to do is throw all of that out the door look at the situation and start making the hard decisions and stick to that 
and when he makes that makes those decisions don't be worrying about what others think and 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 what you know what might please people just make the hard decisions and stick to it that's literally what's been his issue this whole time from the beginning he tried to do it and the decisions that he was making it people actually liked it but as things progressed those decisions haven't worked anymore because as tim said they were half measures and the half measures are band-aid solutions and band-aid solutions never actually deal with the actual problem and so mr doug ford needs to step back figure out exactly what needs to be done he's already behind in the ball game and and fix this thing hmm. um a couple comments there here in the chat boys um aurora 93s e-r-r R-O-R-A-93. So many of his measures, I'm guessing that's Doug, as we've been calling him Dougie, uh, are just pandemic theater. Easy to see and implement, but the effect seems to be minimal, like closing that that Manitoba border. Uh, Our homie Nelly Lashman, that's why they cut off the Rogers service yesterday. So many people couldn't call their offices to complain. (laughs) It's 5G. It's 5G. If that's 5G, fam. My friend Robin from the Meeting House. Yes, look at the UK. They're, they handle the variants better than we have. Brandon Wells. Are there provincial leaders that have got it right in other provinces? That's a great question. We've been spending a lot of time in Ontario le- learning this stuff, but we're, there's still a lot of questions being asked about different provinces across uh, across Canada. And then Maddie Colburn, friend of the show, Dougie Lowkey watching right now. Facts. That's my dog's Dougie. You know you love us. Listen, Dougie. but I will say this in the chat. There's a lot of people who are fans of calling him Dougie. I'm not sure Fair how enough. I feel about that, but listen, we're 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 a conglomerate. We ride together, so that's what it is. Stefan, back to you. Just doing a low key yeah. ISO moment. Well, <laughs> so uh, before before I stop, before we stop uh, talking about this, I want to say a couple of things, and I've, I've tweeted this out a couple of times. I've posted this on Facebook. Conspiracies. Allow me to get a little political. Allow me to to talk about our government for a moment here. Oh lord! Uh, as I've Ooh, said talk multiple times, ten ten right here. The, when the conservative government gets in power in this province, we the people we suffer. I'm going to take you back to 1995. Mike Harris and the progressive conservatives get elected, Mike and they Harris. cancel. Yep, they cancel a subway that's being built. Guess where? On Eglinton mm-hmm. Avenue West. Guess mm-hmm. what happens? 15 years, 20 years later, they're digging up the same exact spot to build a new subway line, which we could have already had happening. Hold they on. They also sold the 407. They right, sold right. the 407, which is now worth $30 billion. That could For be put two back in. Exactly. Billion. Right? Like, think about that. How stupid. <laughs> because the private sector is going to be what helps the uh, the province get better. But hold on. Because guess what happened? We reelected the conservatives a few years ago. And what did they do immediately when they got in power? They canceled sick days for workers. Why are you anti-conservative? Pardon? <laughs> I, why are you anti-conservative? You allow the man. I let him finish his topic. Facts, tell you right man. now. Let me tell you why. Because you liberal spy. Because here's why. <laughs> <laughs> you liberal scum. <laughs> you liberal scum. You. Here's why. Uh, the conservatives only care about rich people. 
They can. They only care about the owners of businesses. They don't care about the people that Doug Coates are heroes and are essential workers. And people who come out here and they say that, you know, we're allies to, to black people and people of color. Well, a lot of the essential workers are people of color who are working in these essential factories. So if you want to be Facts. an ally, what are you giving up? You should be giving up your vote and vote so that people who are going to work every day, which I see every friggin' morning at 7 o'clock, packed on buses heading out along Steeles Avenue West. That's facts. That's going facts. to work because they yep. don't have sick days and they are sick because our stupid government decided that no, two sick days to stay home and get better is way too much for business owners to spend and we can't do that. And our, our premier decides that no, no, the federal government should be the ones to, to take care of that when they rolled it back. And guess what's really awesome is a report just came out that the progressive conservative government that is presently in charge is now thinking that, hey, maybe sick days are something that's needed in this province. Oh, I, I, I don't understand why we continue. Oh, Listen, I mean, we it elected... also goes back to, you remember when he came in, he slashed schools, he, he slashed health care. Like, he got sued, he got sued, he got sued. You got to remember, yeah. Doug Ford canceled, <laughs> he canceled a billion dollars in payments to Public Health Toronto, which their job, which would have covered finding the next threat like H1N1 or SARS. And I know, that's facts too. Later. This, this premier... Is not mm, fit to mm, run this mm. this province. I was like, Trump, man. Stay with your chest, man. Conservatives wow. do really not feel. help Tell us. Tell us how you really feel. And conservatives, yeah, he, he ain't leaving conservatives, nothing. Conservatives Yo. suck the life out of this province. Like a mosquito. Yo, Adam, do you have that organ set up? My name is Safan Watson, and I approve this message. This message is not fully endorsed by or promoted by. Doesn't matter who your premier is. No, I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm not telling you. you. Don't have no, you're not no, really. You're, you're not totally really. You completely railed him. You're the worst. I'm just looking at the numbers. I'm looking. Well, you're at also the, the best. And I'm. Wait, listen. We fact check. Like, we fact check everything. We fact check everything. That's what we do. We fact check everything. <laughs> we always be conjecture. You, There's no QA on this show. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I've seen, what I've, but, but this I've witnessed, and a lot of these things are. Where? Tell me a lie I said. No, I, no, no, no lies, no lies, no lies, no lies, no lies, no lies. There's no never, lies. there's never, there's never lies in conspiracies. There's just, <laughs> <laughs> just twisted truths, half truths, half truths uh, that don't half really truth. connect. Uh-huh. It, hey. Oh, lad. Uh, Stefan, Stefan, be like, and there was a report that came out, but it's a secret report. So only, <laughs> only I've seen. Only I've seen it. Tim and I have the same sources in the in the government. Uh-oh. Tim and I have the same sources. <laughs> Yo, it's true. Oh, oh boy. It's like we're uh, we're connected Rico. to. Uh... It's a Rico case. <laughs> um, Indictments coming yeah. in all your just, guys. I just think that the the latest thing for me was allowing the police to, at first, saying, "Hey, we're going to give the police." more power to stop people and you know we still struggle with the police accountability here in canada uh but what we saw today at five o'clock or 505 because they were running a little behind schedule they were running on on west indian wedding time apparently hey. <laughs> come on 
<laughs> Come on. That's, you're, that's too early with five minutes. No, nah, that, that was only 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My aunt yeah. took three hours to show yeah. up to her own wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she had to bring the food, right? <laughs> oh, and then she complained. And then she complained, that why, why are you guys waiting for me? How come this is starting yet? It starts so late. Why are you mad at us? You're late. Why are you sitting around? You guys should be ready for me. <laughs> so, so what we saw in Minneapolis today, uh, the Derek Chauvin uh, trial, the verdict kit was read today, and we had covered it a few weeks ago on the show, and he was guilty on all three counts. Um, guys, uh, I know we talked about this a few weeks ago, and, and Jonesy was the one who was the most hopeful uh, of what was going to come out of, uh, of this trial. So what are we feeling after the moment? Give me your initial, your initial reaction when you heard the verdict or read the verdict. Maybe you saw it on, on social. Um, what did you think? How did you feel? Yeah, so I'll jump in. I was, I mean, I was excited. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but my excitement quickly faded. And why it faded was I was excited for something that should have happened. Like, I, I felt <laughs> disgusting after that, to be completely honest, that I was excited for the right thing to happen. Like, that should happen. That should be the norm. And where I say I was disgusted is not at the fact that he's going to get jail time and he's going to get... Um, we don't know that. Or yeah. what? Well, he, we, uh, how much? Yeah, yeah. We're not sure what the sentence. Oh, he's yeah. getting he's getting jail time. But um, I wasn't disgusted at that fact. I was disgusted at where we are as a society and how that is something that we're celebrating. And I'm glad that we're pushing the needle forward. And as I'm disgusted, I'm also partially excited because I think. Adam said this, shout out to season one, canon. But Adam said it, like, as long as we're pushing the needle forward, even just a little bit, it, it's moving. And I think that's where, like, my thoughts ended up in, in that in that sphere of, okay, I, I'm disappointed at where society is as a whole, but I'm excited that there is going to be, I don't even want to say justice, because I think justice starts before the problem. But there are repercussions for people, a.k.a. police officers, when they don't do their job right. Um, I, I was fortunate to hang out with Calvin. We did an IG Live um, kind of watching and talking about the verdict <clears throat> right before it happened. And both of us were really nervous. I think I can say that, eh, Cal? Like both of us were yeah. really nervous because we've been here before. It was only a few months ago. Uh, we forget that we thought maybe with Breonna Taylor, they will get it right. Uh, this woman was in her bed, in her home, and she was mercilessly killed. She was mercilessly shot and then left to die, essentially. And we thought, well, maybe with Breonna, and then it wasn't. And there was just kind of a, a drop of, of the heart there. Um, Jonesy and Jason uh, were the three oldest on the show. We remember Rodney King. We remember being there and videotape videotape and it happened to be caught on videotape and we were there when a jury of their peers said all four of these men who beat him within an inch of his life were were found innocent and then the repercussions therein of three days of riots and murders and looting that took place in the poorest areas of of los angeles we, we, and so the, there's a lot of wounds there there's a lot of ptsd that's there 
And so um, when the verdict was read and you hear the words guilty three times, um, I should have been jumping up and down, but I wasn't. And the more, the more I sat on it, my wife and I went for a walk, the more I sat on it, the more upset I got. And the reason why I got upset is because Philando Castile was on Facebook Live when he was murdered and the cop was acquitted. Uh, Eric Garner was on video being choked by four police officers and was acquitted. These things have happened. And this is like, this is great that this is this one, this isn't a win. It's not a win. And, right. you know, um, I know there's many who felt like yeah, I'm going to post something on social media and the word guilty or and I get that. But like, this has been happening for way too long. And if a young and if you were reading Twitter today, the reason why this got to as far as it is, because a young woman, a young teenage a black girl decided to film the entire thing the entire time. If she doesn't film this, this is this is we don't know anything. It's just another case that goes away quietly. But this young woman, as the cops are yelling at her, she films this whole thing, as you can see on the background of, of Calvin's video, Calvin's, uh, Calvin's Square there, eight minutes and 46 seconds, she films the entire thing. That allows this moment to kind of open up. And um, my feelings even now uh, I, are mixed. I'm, I'm happy for his family. There are likely, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a civil, civil suit. There's still three other police officers who have to, who, who have to go under trial for for voluntarily watching this thing happen. But, you know, we're just over, um, just almost a year in. And last week we were talking um, on our pre-show recording, we were talking about a young man, 13, killed in Chicago. Uh, uh, a man in Virginia pulled out of his car and pepper sprayed for simply for driving. Um, these things aren't going away. And so we just got to keep that same energy. Those of us who are who were part of the who are part of the fight and um, and stuff last summer, um, I hope that you don't kind of say, "Hey, this is great, we finished, we did it," and then decide to jump off the train. But you know, many of us we've been walking this fight for a long period of time, and this is you know to quote you know to, to be like Adam and quote a movie. This is the never-ending story. This isn't changing none, and so we got to be willing to be activists by being active all the time. So, Safan, so man. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not happy, but I'm not sad. I'm just, ugh. It's, it's, it, it is a, it's hard to be on either side. I, for me anyway, I, I like a lot of, a lot of people as before, before, you know, before the judge opened his mouth, it felt like it was a bit of slow motion it, for me anyway, where I was just like, uh, I don't know how this is going to go. And I'm nervous because if it goes not, you know, if, if he doesn't, if he's not found guilty, Minneapolis is going to burn. Uh, but if he's found guilty, yeah, right? Like, yeah, he's guilty, but like, how do we, you, you can't really celebrate that. I just don't know if that's something that, that, uh, that you want to celebrate. It's a, it's a dirty celebration. I don't know, man. Bart, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, man. Like it's rough. It's a, it's definitely bittersweet. Um, I remember Chase, you talking about the, the 16 year old girl that Phil or, was she 16? No, she was older. She was a bit older than that. But she had to first hide away her niece, her nine-year-old niece, in a, in a convenience store to get that footage, um, to hide her from the horror. Um, and then in the, in the reports, they also talk about the, the gentleman who, who told his manager 
that you know he uh he thinks he got a fake 20 dollar bill and the guilt how much guilt i'm just talking about the whole story how deep this goes the amount of people that have been affected um it's a trap it's a, it's a tragedy and the fact that they were planning on boarding up the walls the fact that they were preparing for the worst tells you the status of how bad the race relations are because there was a chance not a small chance there was a large chance that this could have gone sideways and gone in a different direction so i'm happy that there is some type of resolve but man there's so much more work still left to be done so we we got we got this small tiny little victory and i hate calling it a victory because it's something that should be a right it's something that should be belonging to us it's something that everybody who feels that they are being persecuted literally persecuted chased hunted down hunted like animals to feel like for me to even get the justice that I deserve, that I'm entitled to, seems to be like the exception, not the rule. It seems to be like something that happens by chance. It seems to be because all these things come together at the right time that make it kind of work in my favor. And without the video evidence, without the testimony, without all these things, it is so easy to see how this could have gone a different way. So I'm not going to... I'm not going to take away any more time, but we got, we got work to do. I'm happy that we broke through the door in this regard because, you know, police officers historically, especially in America, but also in Canada here to kind of get a get, uh, uh, Jeffrey card. Yeah. Where they're protected more than people. And this kind of is the first wave where we kind of see you are also subject to the law that you are, uh, charged to enforce so i i don't know i just i'm i was very angry i was like how we were talking about you know last week about when you listen to like dmx and something like that you feel like amped and angry you don't know how to that's kind of how i was feeling i was feeling like damn right yeah but at the same time like yo i could choke somebody out right now like i was just all over the spectrum and and i and you know I, i'm happy that i was able to like take some time and cool off because it, it does get to you guys just some some uh some comments from the chat zach baker says going into it i would not have put money on that verdict and that makes me sad nelly lashman watched along with chris and cal shout out on ig live my blood pressure was not okay even for a good two hours afterward maddie colburn what up uh, the family said it right. We aren't celebrating a man going to jail. We're celebrating the move, the first move in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Boy Whitney, what's up? A man was charged, charged guilty for murdering another man. It's the fact that we're excited over that. Imagine that being so foreign to us. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Michael Millars, I'm glad justice was served, hey. but it sucks Millars. that it took until this point that so many lives had to be lost to get the here to get here it's a step in the right direction for sure though yep yeah man chris it was it was dope to be on that live with you uh particularly the fact that we had each other through it mm -hmm. um we started off pretty well even keel and then you just as time continued to progress i could sense that anxiety within you you saw it in me and then just as they were reading it out 
I, I literally was holding my breath like, oh my goodness, is the next one going to be not guilty? Uh, just expecting it. And then even as the jurors were like giving testimony that like this indeed is my testimony, I, I kind of was expecting them to be like, uh, kidding, right? And just like totally blow it up. Um, man, it was a weird couple hours after that though, like just having to finish up at work. Um, I made the comment on on the live there, like I still had to drive home. And, and when you think about um, what had happened with this person who's supposed to be a protector of people, uh, a policer, but also a protector of people and how he did not protect uh, this man and he murdered this man, um, even though there seemed to be justice there. It's, 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 it's a small victory. It, it, it is a sort of justice. It's not full um, and, and it's definitely not complete. And then on the heels of the announcement, as much as there was uh, retraction and redaction of what our own government in our country had to say um, of how police should behave and interact with the public. I work right down the street from an OPP station and I literally could only think about don't mess up on your drive home. Mm. Don't mess, don't full stops, no rolling stops. Don't even, don't, don't wait to get to the line. Um, constantly checking my blind spots, constantly checking my mirrors, like you're supposed to. Uh, I didn't put two hands at like 10 and two or whatever two. you're supposed to do, but there was a certain element within me that, and Chris, you kind of, you shared a tweet where there are a lot of upset police officers and the anxiety as a, as a young black man, like regardless of this, yes, it's a small move forward. Um, but my, my senses were heightened. I was incredibly anxious and nervous. And then I got home to, to, to have a conversation with my dad and I could see it on him. And, um, I think just, there's a collective feeling of yes, exhale, but, there's still PTSD. There, there is still danger outside of the comfort of my own home. Right. And don't, don't hit me with the, like, it's not the same in Canada as it's not as the U S none of that matters in this moment. It's great. We're, we're moving the needle forward where we're hopeful for reform. I, I loved watching, uh, Ms. Harris and, uh, Mr. Biden, uh, do, do what they had to do to talk to their talk. Um, real important, uh, loved what, that sounded like, but I, I, I couldn't help but imagine and cringe um, at what would this have sounded like six months ago with somebody else in charge? We know who that person is. Um, and I just wonder, when will we really see change? And, and much like you guys, I, I don't want to settle for this, but important day. Um, been praying for you guys, and, and I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm nervous. So for me, I actually never saw the verdict live. Um, my first thought about it was I wasn't going to watch it because honestly, I, I expected um, to, to hear something negative um, as a verdict. And so I, I never even watched it. So I remember, uh, I can recall them when, when I found out that he was, uh, uh, the verdict came in all three accounts uh, guilty. It was, it was just interesting, the motions that kind of came through. It was like, first emotion was um, I had to double check and because I saw it on, on social media I had to double check and, and, and look at it again to make sure because I, I just kind of thought it would never be the case and then even after I saw it I even went went to my wife uh, she was in a different room and I was just like did you hear that uh, that that he, he was found guilty and she's like yeah I did and even that I was like 
expecting her to tell me, no, what are you talking about? Like, that's how surreal it was for me to hear that he was actually found guilty. As you guys know, we had the show last time. I was one of the most pessimistic individuals because um, I, I, I was a kid. Um, I'm not as old as Jonesy and, and oh, wow. Jason. <laughs> and, and I ain't ancient, guys. I ain't ancient. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I do whoa, remember whoa. that. I remember that. We got hoodie 60th birthday, Andrew. Yo, we have hoodie Andrew right now. Happy 60th birthday, Andrew. Guys, 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 talk louder. Let the man speak. Guys, 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 everybody go into the the non-Andrew chat. Everybody go into the non-Andrew chat right now. Turn your game up for Andrew. Turn your game up for Andrew. What are you guys saying? What? I do Jane, you qualified for the test to uh, or your vaccine two months ago. But I set that up, so it's all good. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I actually do remember as a kid when that came out and having and seeing my parents totally like cheesed and distraught, like that that went down and couldn't believe that that went down. And for me, I, I just thought that that was going to be the same thing for the for the reason the main reason being um, what you said, Cal. Like I actually do think that police officers and, and the force are going to recognize that this is going to set a new precedent for 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 police police officers moving forward like if you do something wrong you can be you know something you could be charged and what i would say to that is the last thing to say about it is what we now need to do to further move this needle is we need to leverage this we can't let just this be a win for right Right now, moving forward, we need to make it known that this is this precedent has been set, and we need to leverage this as much as possible as a people. We cannot we cannot let just just this be just something where we, where we have this win for right now, but we need to continue to build from this and 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 moving forward, um, make make the same do the same type of things that happened to lead up to this. There was a lot that had to take place for this to happen. I do agree that um, what's his name. Uh, Trump had to, had to not become president and and all those all the protests and all of that is the main reason why it, why we were able to get this type of verdict but moving forward we have to still be loud we still have to make make our, our voice known um, Big facts. And heard yeah. heard in order to continue to build off of what took place today so Jamar Tisby uh, he tweeted this look at all the work it takes video evidence eyewitness testimony historic uprisings just to get a single conviction look mm. at all the work it takes just to get folks to believe us mm. and mm. i know uh from uh that uh, conversation that we had amongst each other i was probably like a tad more pessimistic than reem but then we may have been on equal footing. Um, the one thing that I walked away with when it came up because I was working and I was unable to uh, watch it was, okay, but what about um, when it happens again? Uh, and this is like the dark doom and gloom side of things. Uh, is this the one-off where we have Barack Obama for two terms only to get Donald Trump? Donald Trump. And so it's one of those things where uh, it's like, yes, this is, this is wonderful. Justice, as we would like to say, uh, has been served. Um, 
but it's it's the the one takeaway I have is is the arrest of America gonna look at it and go? It's like we gave you Derek Chauvin. Mm-hmm. It's like what else do you want? Yeah. What else wow. do you need? Mm-hmm. Come on. No. Uh, and it's it's one of those things that it's like as I think about it, it's like I think of uh, a state like Georgia, which has only made it more difficult, right, uh, for people of color. Uh, to be able to vote. Um, and it's one of those things that what are we going to see out of the Southern states? Uh, the states that if they had their way, uh, things would be a lot more oppressive uh, than they are right now. Uh, so it's something that I walk away from this with a glimmer of hope, but also at the exact same time, um, I am sitting there going, it's like, show me. Uh, and it's also one of those things that uh, for us here in Canada, uh, that uh, we aren't letting up uh, when all else is said and done. Uh, and I know that's that's it for me. Yeah, like... Uh, you know, I I had a little bit of hope that he would be found guilty because one of the things at the very beginning, Al, uh, Al Sharpton said it, and it actually stirred me up a little bit. He said, you mm. know, he said, uh, Chauvin is in court, but America's on trial. And when he said that, that, that kind of hit me because I'm like, America's really on trial here, that everybody is watching America right now. Bro, they've so been they on trial either... for the last like ten years. Yeah, they've been on trials one... for the last four hundred years. They, but, they but, have, yes, right? but yes, but, but yes, this yes, one was yes, looking yes. a lot more yes. different. Ever since Afghanistan, they've been on trial. Yes, they have, but they look a lot different in this than they right. have in any other situation before. And so I had a little bit more hope that he was going to be found guilty. But when he, when I heard that verdict, a sadness actually came over me, uh, for two reasons. Number one, because George Floyd is still dead. And, you know, yep. no one's going to bring that him back for his family. But number two, I also thought of Chauvin. And I thought, man, people are taught to hate. And yeah. if people are taught to hate, who taught you to hate so much to be willing to kill somebody? Right. And so, you know, he, this guy got killed uh, because of somebody else's hate. And because of somebody else's hate, this guy now, because of the decisions he made, is going to go to jail. And who knows if he'll ever make it in jail. Right. And, you know, because there's going to be so many people because he's had complaints and shootings before. This is not his first time. But the other thing that caught me as well was this case is bigger than people thought it was, because if you guys remember, there was a guy in 2019 by the name of Mohammed Noor, and he was a black officer in Minnesota that shot a white, blonde Australian lady. And mm. he got charged and sentenced to 12 years in prison. Right. And so now you got this case in the same place. And you're wondering, okay, is this going to take place? Is he going to win or is he going to lose? Because if he gets out and this other guy got in, you know, all hell is going to break loose. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad that this is taking place. I'm glad that things are happening. But like someone said even today, you know, today he was found guilty. Now we got to move on to De- uh, Dante Wright. Right. We can't even worry about today, really. It's, it's, it's very short-lived because now we got to get justice for Dante Wright. And the next person after that, and the next person after that. So, yeah, you know, it's 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 good that he got, you know, he's sentenced and he's you're not sentenced but charged and he's found guilty and all that other stuff. But there's still lots more work to do. 
Yeah, I'm not convinced, to be honest. Um, I don't know if you can call me a pessimist. But uh, to me, when I look at it, I'm, I'm thinking, like, how could you not? In this climate, in this, uh, at this time, with, with, this, with these people, with the historic events that are happening, how could you not convict Derek Chauvin? And, um, yeah, it's, it's actually a comment during the trial that said um, it's, it's not, it's not, it wasn't, it's not at him as a police officer that's on trial, but that it's Derek Chauvin and what he did uh, that, and I, and I think that, you know, this harps back to our conversation um, that we have about police accountability is that we have a system that is flawed and, and the reason why I'm not convinced is because uh, the prosecution failed to mention the flaws in the system and pinned everything on the man of George Floyd. And what that does is that allows you now to have these rogue bad apples without fixing the actual problem, which is the system that is going on. And so until we start seeing people who have been wrongfully convicted uh, and accused and sentenced to you know, lots of time in pr prison being vindicated until we see this kind of justice in low profile cases, until we start seeing the deprivatization of like, I, I'm talking about like the canceling of contracts and the deprivatization of prisons and all these things happening um, in, in a real scale. I know that there's been mention of things and there've been talks and all that kind of stuff, but until we start seeing that, I'm still not convinced that uh, that the needle is really moving as far forward. And it's, this is, this is, um, you know, I, I was, I was with my family when we saw the, when we saw the verdict go down and I know my mom, my mom was like, yes, you know, like almost like cheering for a sports game and stuff. And I don't know, I, I kind of just walked out of the room because I'm just, I'm still not there yet. I'm still not there yet. It just feels like, Hey, we can pin it on this guy, Derek Chauvin, and we can pin it on everyone else that gets the same kind of publicity and pushback. And, um, but everything else, like there's hundreds, hundreds of people who are, who are going to prison every year. Um, yeah, I'm not convinced. And not only going to prison, not to cut you off there, Jason, before you go, but not only going to prison, but then who gets stuck in the, in the probation system. Yeah, mm -hmm. and who are yeah. locked in into this 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 maze of then having to literally live for for the government and have every step they they, they never get to become a real person. So if they're not going if they're going to prison, they never even come out when they're out. But they're still a part of that system forever, and and the the root of the tree is so grossly poisoned. Yeah. That this one, this, if we get excited about this one thing and we get our eye off the fact that there needs to be prison reform and probation reform and, and, and education reform and training reform for police officers and hiring reform, if we get our eyes off of that, that's why I said, like, this isn't a victory. There's no, I just read a tweet here. There's no victory in the verdict. But did you hear what no. you just said, Chase? Like, all of that needs to be taken care of for, for us to even even semi be on equal ground. That's how messed up this system is. The system is deeply, 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 deeply flawed. But but I, I, I'm gonna be a, be a little bit more um, optimistic because if it's now on us to kind of build with this, it's, it's, it's kind of what we do with this is like what I already said, we could leverage this. There's something now that we have that we could leverage. But like, you know, I think- Yeah, oh, sorry, so- 
No, that was cool. So I would, you know, when when I heard everything and how everything went down, I was just thinking about how uh, how a number of years ago, me and one of my friends were out. Actually, we just we just came home from Bible study, and I was dropping him off, and you know, me and him were just chatting for a couple minutes, and then the next thing we knew, we saw lights flashing inside of our car, and then after that happened, you know, my friend went to you know, say, hey, you know, he went to pull for his Bible. And then the next thing we knew, they almost had their guns pointed out at us. And so it just it just kind of made me think about just just that experience and just some other experiences with family members and friends and other other African Americans who have, you know, being from the States and being in these types of situations. And, you know, I thought back of if hearing, you know, things like uh, Eric Gardner, uh, Antoine Rose, and, and you know, uh, Dante Wright, and just thinking like, you know, me and many other people could have been in George Ford's, you know, in that same situation. And so what many people that I've seen, many of my friends or whatever on Facebook or Instagram, people were happy and excited because for one time we finally won something. Obviously, and you guys brought out some brilliant points about issues with issues with the system, issues with policing, issues with training, and all that is true and relevant. But for one, from one point in time, people like Emmett Till and others who have been, you know, other African Americans who dealt with this for so long, you know, we all knew from the back of our mind: if you see a police car, you gotta watch. You know, I mean, even now, I tell my wife, police make me nervous. It doesn't matter if I'm in the U.S. or in Canada. So. I mean, it was a good thing. And then even hearing what the president was saying, how the president was saying, okay, this was murder. I'm shocked. I was shocked to hear that. And then obviously hearing what the vice president had to say. So for, for the first time, I think we're actually turning the corner. So unfortunately, there's other cases of, you know, of African-Americans who have recently been, sh been shot or, or lynched or murdered, whatever you want to call by police. So I'm eager to see what happens in the future going forward. Like, are these officers going to be held accountable for their actions? So I'm praying and, and hopefully that that's going to be the change, that this is just not a one-off like many of us are, are hoping that that's not the case. Yeah, no, I am. Um... Like I said earlier, I, I had this little nervousness before the verdict, but I think that people are starting to see that there is an issue with a lot of the the background stuff in the police department. I want to read a quote from uh, a founder of the Christian Broadcasting Network, noted uh, police supporter and conservative Pat Robertson, who suggested that uh, they need to recruit a, a smarter workforce. He says this, we need police, we need them, and we need to honor them, and I'm all for it. But at the same time, we cannot have a bunch of clowns running around who are underpaid and who are, really are not the best and the brightest. And I think that he's, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Pat Robertson in 2021. I think he's right. There needs to be a better educated um people in there they need to be trained better and this is a small step i don't even think this is a step to be honest with you i think this is a lifting of the leg to step in the right direction of, of police accountability and hopefully a spark in, in police reform um but I, I i just i just don't know um i just don't know what is going to what takes place and i want to read to you the name of somebody who um micaiah bryant 15 year old girl was killed in in uh, Ohio today, today, a, a few moments, minutes before the George, uh, before the Derek Chauvin verdict was read. So, 
you know, it doesn't, the ink was barely dry on the verdict, on the signature of the verdict slips, of the juror slips before this happened. Chase, what we got in the comments? Uh, we got uh, Candace Mayer says this, uh, even in Florida, and just kind of, oh, we're, we're talking a little bit about, um, about what's going on in the States. And, um, Tim mentioned in, in Atlanta, in, or even in Florida, where as of Monday, gatherings of more than three people can be labeled as a riot to deter people from protesting. And there are many uh, states right now who are creating laws where people can hit you, people can hit others with their cars if they're protesting and not be charged for it because the the rioters are the ones, or the protesters I'm are the ones. Thing that, yeah. I, it doesn't make any sense. Like you can hit somebody with their car and somehow you're able to get away with it. Erica. Oh, look at this. Um, O'Shea and Ning. Somehow O'Shea is both on the show and also commenting on the show as well. Mm -hmm. oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> that's, that's play. Seems like a thousand uh, pieces, a thousand piece puzzle with no box cover to outline the big picture. Today feels like that moment you find a piece that connects the puzzle, but you still have 998 other pieces to go. And then in conversations about reform, uh, Blessing says this, those profiting from the established system are not going to easily let that be torn down. It's going to be a long and drawn out fight. And then once again, we go back to Maddie Colburn. Maddie Colburn, friend of the show. Uh, it's, it's just sad when we need to leverage consequences for people who broke the law. It's what Calvin said. He was supposed to protect and he killed, hurt by a system that people will hope do its job. And then Kristen Marie Crooks, homie, and this this is sort of how it feels yeah. like: wash, rinse, repeat. Mm -hmm. Yo, you see when that's go ahead, what, go down. I was gonna say, you see when Nelly Latchman put the Venn diagram of people who've profited off generational ben, wealth, generational oppression, and racist ideals are the same circle. It's not a scam, it's a scheme, It's not a scam, it's not a scheme, it's a scheme. Gentlemen, Brampton peoples. What up, Brampton? Oh, okay. Big up, Brampton. You know. All right. Let's, all right. We're not, we're not, we're not Bram calling Bram out our ends. We're not calling out our ends. Uh, free Elphick V. Free Elphick oh, yeah. V. Yo, yo, yo. You need to call them to stay home. God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Brampton Peoples, stay in your yard, man. A <laughs> uh, quick thing before, before we close on the show. Gentlemen, before we leave, I, I want to um, want to reiterate, and this is maybe we're going to talk about it. Maybe we'll talk about this in another show. Remind you guys that the jury was made up of seven women, five men six of the jurors were white four were black and two were identified as multiracial i we we don't have to answer this tonight but maybe just keep think about this how much did their races play uh, uh um a part in their decisions second i was listening to a podcast a couple of days ago sorry i can't get the name right now i gotta go back and listen to it again but on the podcast someone had said to one of the hosts that um it's it's we're not happy with the situation, meaning the 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 whole thing with Chauvin. But we're we in Minneapolis are going to get this right, mm -hmm. um, and that when I heard that, I I really that really sort of that really stuck out in my head because there there are people who knew the gravity of what was what was going to come, um, and like I said, you know, history has and had its eyes on this whole entire trial. Uh, and the people and the the jurors in Minneapolis, and so, man, I I'm glad they got it right. Um, well played, Stefan, for sliding in that Hamilton reference and then not laughing while doing it. 
Well done. Also, uh, Kristen Marie says this to us. Get out of here. I'm vaccinated. Brampton, stand up. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what it is. <laughs> is the rest of Brampton vaccinated? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. LPV. Adam, Adam this is for you, Adam. Shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> hey. um, right now, pressing uh, enter. Right now, we have a, a playlist that was put together by a couple of us in the House of Common based on our feelings of today. We had to kind of make a couple of edits here and there to make sure that it's palpable for different sorts of ears. But if you're if you're feeling the ways, maybe you're feeling angry, maybe you're feeling melancholy, maybe you're feeling amped about all this stuff. Maybe you simply need something just to to walk to or run to to kind of keep this this thing moving. You can uh, click on that link that's in the chat. Uh, for those of you who are watching this later on, we'll make sure to put it in the bio. If you are listening to this uh, on podcast, we will put it in our bio as well in the podcast. You can listen to that as well. Um, so you can have a better idea of what we listen to when we are feeling a ways because it has really been a, a tough day for for you and a tough day for us but thankfully we get to have these tough days together for all of you who have watched do us a favor next week bring two friends you know what no bring three friends let's triple these numbers up we have something really good going on here and there should be more and more and more people watching this and hanging out with us so bring a friend bring two bring three bring all that sort of stuff on behalf of the gentleman it has been fun it's getting late it is time for bed. This has been the House of Common Show.